Raging Cajuns are the top dogs in the Sun Belt for now. It's Locked On Sun Belt. You are Locked On Sun Belt, your daily podcast on the Sun Belt Conference, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. All right, welcome back to another edition of Locked On Sunbelt. I'm your host, Dave Schultz. Locked On Sunbelt, your team uh, every day. We'll do more preview, or at least we're going to attempt it, for the sun, a showdown in the Sunbelt 2. That'll be the Cajuns against Southern Miss more in tomorrow's uh, episode. But for now, we're going to do something else because I guess I'm the one confused. It seems odd uh, to me. And you may call out my homer biases or what, but I used to cover the Louisiana Raging Cajuns, but I'd say the same thing if the opposite was true. Um, right now, the Raging Cajuns are the top dogs in the Sun Belt, and yet they're not listed that way, either on the Sun Belt standings, they're behind Southern Miss, and on ESPN standings, which is probably from the Sun Belt stand. They're both 10 and 2, but Southern Miss has one more win overall than the Cajuns. They've played one more game as well. So overall, Southern Miss 21-4, and four, the Cajuns 20-4. and four. So a little bit better winning percentage overall, 840 to 833. However, though, in the one matchup that they had, it wasn't particularly close. It was mostly a double-digit lead most of the ballgame. The Cajuns got off to a fast start, never looked back. Uh, at one point in time, it was a 16-point lead in the first half. It settled at 14 points. And up until about the five-minute mark of the second half, did Southern Miss get back into the ballgame? They scored five in a row. It was a 12-point game. They scored five straight points. And then it went back to double digits. I mean, Southern, I'm not taking anything away from Southern Miss. I want people to understand that. Southern Miss is a very good basketball team. They're not as good as the Raging Cajuns. Now, that ball game was at home. And the Raging Cajuns just took care of Marshall in Lafayette. I should say that first Southern Miss game was at home for the Cajuns. I should say that. And this one on Thursday is going to be in Hattiesburg. So, okay, I understand that. So, it is what it is. The Cajuns should be on top of the conference. They've won 10 in a row. Is it 10 in a row or is it 11 in a row? It's 10 in a row. Southern Miss, by the way, has won seven in a row. Both, ironically, struggled against South Alabama. Very odd. One was in Hattiesburg uh, and one was in Mobile. Um, South Alabama lost both those ball games, uh, but we'll see how that works out the next time around. Southern Miss is coming back to Mobile, uh, and the Jaguars have to go to Lafayette to uh, wrap up the season. Now, I, I also have to figure out, you know, I guess regular season championships, I guess, matter, right? You want to hang a banner. Doesn't help you necessarily get into the NCAA tournament. And it's always nice to say you're the number one seed. I'm not exactly sure how much that matters i guess technically if you're the number one seed and you, you move forward you're not you're going to play you know actually you wouldn't play you'd end up playing the number four seed you know in the semis because you get a double buy or maybe it's actually the quarters because now let's check that out because you have a 14 teams and they are all involved 
So they are all uh, involved. But right now, the, the Cajuns are top dogs, and the standings should reflect that. I don't understand why that is. Again, the game wasn't close. It doesn't have to be close. The Cajuns won the game. In this case, they won 75-61. They should be on top of the standings. I know it doesn't really matter, but it should reflect the way the standings are. Uh, let's see what we got here. Um, number one seed, would play, the tournament would start on Tuesday. There'll be games Tuesday and Thursday. The number one seed doesn't play until Saturday. And they would have to play three games. Okay. So the number one seed doesn't play until Saturday, but they would play uh, three games to win it. So they would get the, eventually they would get the number four seed in uh, the semifinals. So it used to be, you know, two rounds. You don't have to win two games in the Sunbelt Championship. Cajuns had to play three, I think, the year that they won it in 2014. Uh, but I don't understand it. I, again, I don't understand the whole Southern Miss is the top of the standings. Again, I realize it doesn't matter, but the Cajuns are the best team in the conference. I don't care that Southern Miss has one more win. I care that the Cajuns have beaten Marshall, and that game wasn't particularly close. And the Cajuns beaten Southern Miss, and that game wasn't particularly close. I don't know why. I don't know why this is even up for debate. Now it will get settled, and basically, it is a must-win for Southern Miss if they're planning on winning the regular season, because they'd be one game back, and they would need to finish one game ahead. So they would need the Cajuns to finish. They they would need the Cajuns to lose two games. They couldn't lose, and they would need they would need to lose. They would need the Cajuns to lose two games, right? They're both ten and two in the conference, and if you know the Cajuns win and they go to eleven and two, and Southern Miss drops to ten and three, and Southern Miss doesn't lose again, and the Cajuns lose one more game and they finish tied, the Cajuns are the number one seed because they would have swept the season. Just very odd to me. Uh, the Cajuns are, you know, the Cajuns were picked to be the best team in the conference. They are the best team in the conference. And the standings should reflect as such. So it'll all get played out on Thursday in Hattiesburg. You know, maybe I'll go to that game. All of a sudden, I seem to have some free time. I might see if I can go to that basketball game. That is not the worst of uh, all ideas. Although it may be a little bit late to ask. Uh, right now. Uh, all right, let's take a, a timeout. And we'll come back and we'll talk about, we'll preview it a little bit, what Southern Miss is uh, going to have to do. We'll find out what they did in the first game statistically and figure out how Southern Miss can uh, win this basketball game uh, against the Cajuns on Thursday. All right. But before we do that, let me tell you a little bit about FanDuel. This year, the only app you need at your Super Bowl party is FanDuel, America's number one sports book. We're really excited about a new sports betting partner for Locked On because they're the number one sports book in America, FanDuel. And if you're new to FanDuel, that's even better. They have so many great features that make betting on sports fun and easy. Download FanDuel now so you can get a bet Super Bowl, so you can bet Super Bowl 57 with a no sweat first bet. You'll get up to $3,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. 
FanDuel lets you bet on everything from the money line to point spreads to who will score a touchdown. The FanDuel Sportsbook app is safe, secure, and super easy to use. Best of all, you can get paid your winnings instantly. So join FanDuel today at FanDuel.com slash on to claim your no-sweat first bet on Super Bowl 57. That's FanDuel.com slash on. Make every moment more with FanDuel, the official sportsbook partner of, of the NFL. All right, Dave Schultz back with Locked On Sportsbook. Uh, Locked On Sportsbook. Woo, Locked On Sunbelt, uh, your team uh, every day. All right, so let's go back and look because when it was uh, the Cajuns against when it was the Cajuns against Marshall, it was kind of the inside game of the Cajuns against the outside game of Marshall. That's not necessarily the case when we're talking Southern Miss, right? Southern Miss has a couple of guys on uh, the inside, right? Who can, I'm not sure, compete with the Jordan Browns of the world, but I mean, close to it, Felipe Hassey, 6'9", 245. And you have DeAndre Pinckney, 6'8", 223. So there's a couple of guys that can bang with the big guys of the Cajuns. So let's see what happened in... Uh, the first game uh, this year. And, you know, somewhere along the way, you're going to have to do a number on, you're going to have to do a number on Jordan Brown. Okay. So box score, Pinckney had a big ball game. Pinckney had a really good ball game. He had 21 points and 13 rebounds. That's outstanding. Eight of 14 shooting, even three of five from three. He had an outstanding game. Hassey struggled, only nine points on three of 10 shooting. And maybe the difference in this one was uh, Crowley struggled. All right. I guess it's Crowley. He struggled uh, with 14 points on 410 shooting. That's the problem. All right. So they never could get into it uh, with that. Whereas on the other side of things, Brown didn't do much. So they did a good job on, on Brown, oddly enough. Uh, only had eight points on two of seven shooting. And eight rebounds. That's a subpar game for him, right? He just finished with 26 and 20. And he didn't even have a double-double against Southern Miss. But it was the guards that Southern Miss had an issue with. Garnett, 7 of 10. And mostly he shoots from three. Six of eight. He had 20 points. Folks, who doesn't shoot threes at all. He's very much like Isaiah Moore from the Jaguars. Themis Folks is an outstanding defender. And an outstanding standing penetrator of the basketball seven and nine uh from the floor but not one three attempt he won't shoot a three did turn it over five times but also had five assists and four rebounds he had 17 points so even greg williams didn't have a good ball game uh in in the game against southern miss but the two guards two of the three guards i guess garnett the really the outside shooter folks uh is the point guard and greg williams is you know says guard but he's kind of the he'd be the three man if if you will all right uh if jordan brown is the five and uh, terrence lewis the second is the four so actually southern miss did a pretty good job on the guys down low rebounding wise southern miss got out rebounded 36 to 30 compare that to marshall who got out rebounded by 22 so uh, uh crowley's gonna have to come up with a better ball game uh, for Southern Miss to compete. That's the way, I mean, you're not going to, you know, it doesn't take a super genius to figure that one out. If your best player and leading scorer uh, has 14 points on 410 shooting against the best team in the conference, that's going to be tough to do. 
All right. And again, this game was not particularly close. Now, again, the other thing is, and I, I love the stories with Southern Miss and Marshall completely turning the entire programs around, right? These guys aren't going from, you know, 21 and 26 losses to, you know, 15 wins, right? Southern Miss already has 21 wins. Marshall already has 19. I love the Monroe story, seven and five in the Sun Belt. They're still under 500 uh, overall. And all the pressure all season long has been on the Cajuns. And we've discussed this, I'm sure, many times. It's so difficult to be a head coach in a conference where it all comes down to one weekend. If you go back, is it going to be 17? I don't think it was 18, but it was 17 maybe. I'd have to go back. When uh, the Cajuns were the best team in uh, the conference. And was that when they, they went to the NIT? Is that, let's see here, 16, 17? Let's see if I got that right. Um, they lost to Georgia State in the finals. No, that's not it. So 17, 18, because they won like 30 ball games. They lost to LSU in the NIT. They won 27 games. They were the best team in uh, in the conference. But Jonathan Stove tweaked an ankle in the last regular season game. And they only won one game in the Sunbelt Conference Tournament, I thought. They beat Texas State, but then lost to UT Arlington. Uh, Frank Bartley, the fourth, had a, he was outstanding that year. It took him a little bit of time uh, to get going. And uh, Bryce Washington was a tremendous uh, rebounder, but they just missed Bryce Stove's uh, defense and clutch baskets. It's all about being healthy at the right time. So as much as this game matters coming up on Thursday for conference supremacy, it matters who's healthy in about three weeks and who's raring to go. Uh, it is very different than what South Alabama is going through where they want to avoid the, you know, the playing game, if you will. They want to get at least one by now, unless Southern Miss Marshall and or the Cajuns lose multiple games most likely those teams are all getting a double bye. Uh, and then you'll have to play each other anyways uh, a third time. Do they play Marshall? I don't think they play Marshall again, right? And, and presume, Presuming the Cajuns. Uh, no, they're not playing Marshall again. They actually played them. I'm shocked to hear my guy, Dan McDonald, on, on the uh, broadcast. Only the second time they've played Marshall in 25 years, of course. The other time was last year. <laughs> so a little misleading there. Uh, they did play Marshall in Huntington uh, last season. Uh, but they, they don't play Marshall again uh, this season. I don't believe, let me confirm that. Uh, they don't play Marshall again. I mean, this is not the easiest conference slate for the, for the Cajuns the rest of the way. Southern Miss, Troy on Saturday, then Monroe at home. Monroe's tough, uh, although they did take care of them up in Monroe. At James Madison, they're in fourth place. Uh, and then they do finish up with a couple of teams on the bottom of the standings. Arkansas State, who just won their second conference game on Saturday, and South Alabama, who's actually won three in a row. They're going to try and go for four straight uh, on, uh, on Thursday against Troy. And we'll see. If there's one team right now, and maybe Arkansas State could be another one, that I'm a little bit afraid of is if the South Alabama Jaguars figure it out and, and they can start hitting threes. If they can do that, 
watch out because they gave Southern Miss all they could handle. They gave the Cajuns all they could handle. All right. Didn't play particularly well against Old Dominion. Um, but in like five of the last six games, they have played extremely well, but they lost three of them. Now they've won three of them. No, they're doing, uh, they're doing much better. All right, let's take a timeout. Uh, we will come back and kind of preview the preview of a uh, Sunbelt or uh, showdown in the Sunbelt two with Southern Miss and the Louisiana raging cages. I want to thank you very much for continuing to support the channel. We are slowly growing. Please subscribe to Locked On Sunbelt on YouTube. Uh, it helps get the message out. Again, we're going to start softball starts this weekend. Uh, we'll see when we get some softball coaches on. Baseball starts next weekend. So we're going to try and start to get some baseball coaches on uh, as well uh, this week. So thanks very much for subscribing. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Any suggestions? Happy to hear them uh, as we take Locked On Sunbelt to uh, the next uh, level. All right. So it is, you know, I dubbed the so, uh, the uh, showdown in the Sun Belt. Turns out to be one. Marshall at the Cajuns, and it never really materialized. It was all raging Cajuns. Again, it they got out to a six nothing lead. Marshall made it six to four, but that was basically as close as they got for the first half. And Marshall got as close as seven points in the second half. First time that Southern Miss and the Cajuns played, we discussed it. Really wasn't all that close. 14 points in the first half, double digit most of the way in the second half up until about the five-minute mark. They made a little bit of run, but again, they scored five straight points, went down by 12 to close it to seven, never really got much closer than that. And the Cajuns come away with a 75-61 margin. It'll be interesting to see how quickly of a start Southern Miss can get off of because of playing at home. And, you know, the crowd's going to be jacked. It's got to be the biggest game in Hattiesburg in a long ball in a long time. It is on a Thursday night. So you got to take that under consideration. But we'll look for four to 5,000. Maybe it'll be more. We'll see. Uh, but we'll see if Southern Miss is too jacked, right? Too pumped up, playing a little bit out of control. Whereas we saw... I wouldn't say Marshall was out of control against the Cajuns uh, last week. I'd say the Cajuns were playing a step, if not two steps, faster than Marshall. And so we'll see how that adrenaline plays. You just never know. Maybe they get off to, I don't want to say a slow start, but a little bit out of control. And you just got to you know take a time out and settle them down. So who knows what will be the case, but certainly looking forward to it. It is the, uh, I can't. I, confusing myself it is the showdown in the Sun Belt 2 and we will do a more previewing of that uh tomorrow night all right so until that time again remember right for now for now the raging cajuns are in the top are the top dogs in the Sun Belt we will see what southern miss has to say about that on a thursday once again i am your host dave schultz you've been listening to and watching locked on Sun Belt, your team every day we'll be back again tomorrow with another edition of locked on Sun Belt.